Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another episode of Sunshine Steven Podcast. Uh, today I have a fantastic guest who is like my newbie of Um He might not agree to that, but I am. Um, talking to friend Alex, who is a fellow podcaster, but like on steroids and has several shows. We're going to get into that. And also is from Canada. How cool is that? go canadians i don't know um so yeah we're gonna chat about podcasts and our love for them and also some canadian stuff because i'm super curious and (laughs) just a lot of banter back and forth uh and i also put him through the random questions that i ask guests um so yeah it's gonna be a great time a great chat so let's get right to it shall we Well, thank you so much, Alex, for stopping by the Sunshine Steven podcast. How are you today? I am doing so well, and I'm delighted to have this much sunshine in oh, my day. Likewise, likewise. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be a good conversation, um, mainly because I'm really interested in a Canadian point of view on a lot of things. <laughs> I always like uh, wonder, like. Does Canada look at the United States sometimes and be like, I don't know her. That's oh, it. we do. Okay. <laughs> I would do the same. So uh, some, I legit sometimes look at the United States like, mm, I don't know her. Uh, I mean, I yeah. feel like it's a sign of friendship, right? Like it's yeah. part of the gig. True. Yeah. Like you have that one drunk friend that's like, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're like, live your life, but. But not like that. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're being dangerous. Um, hopefully, though, it's going to get better in the next four years um, with everything. But who knows? I thought that the Hunger Games is breaking out earlier this year. So I could be wrong. <laughs> Man, yeah, it is. It is something special to watch over the border. It's like our own reality TV show. Yep, I'm sure. <laughs> I feel yep. like a lot of people... Um, I remember we we used to get in very heavy discussions in college. Uh, I studied sociology and we would talk about like how other countries probably saw us. And <laughs> one big thing that was like a big hot topic. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It was um, uh, teen mom or 16 and pregnant, something like that, where it was like babies having babies, basically. Mm-hmm. And of course we have the Kardashians. And I'm like, do other countries look at us like, this is what they have to offer. Like, <laughs> I'm like, huh, this is a little embarrassing. Like, it, it's interesting. So, oh boy, it is. It is. I feel, yeah, I feel like the US has so many great things to offer. You know, like, yeah, some of your movies and TV shows and all of that is amazing. But then there's some things that the rest of the world looks at is like, I guess, it's just, yeah, like, I guess it's just part of the thing, you know, like you just throw everything at the wall and some mm-hmm. turns out great. Some yeah, exactly. Garbage. Yeah. Well, I feel like uh, Canada has given us a lot of gifts such as Schitt's Creek, which yes. is the best show of all time. <laughs> it is so down. good. It is so, so good. I think, you know, everything about Schitt's Creek, just 
it's from start it's to finish funny, but it's it's not just a comedy though right yeah. like it has so much heart in it and character growth and a great story and so yeah everything about Shit's creek is amazing so i'm always excited when i talk to americans and they're like oh yes yes Shit's creek that's creek, my yeah. favorite show <laughs> and yeah like, it's yeah, yeah it oh. just caught on within like the past year or two here but me and my husband have been watching it for <laughs> for since like season f- three or four. So I was yeah. like, we already done been new. Like this is a thing. And so now people are just catching up on it. And I know for me personally, another great Canadian, <laughs> I was, when I was younger, I watched uh, wrestling WWE and Trish okay. Mattis was from Canada. And I was okay. really upset. You're like, that's nice. <laughs> I know nothing about wrestling, so I have I have no. It was idea. it was a big big deal back when wrestling was a much bigger deal, like The Rock right. and like right. people like that. But she she was one of like the top um, performers, and she just so happens to be Canadian. So I was like, oh, this is what Canadians have to offer! <laughs> Yay, you, awesome! I'm glad that that's like a great introduction. Somebody you you admire is is Canadian and. Oh, all Canadians must be like that. I love, awesome. <laughs> you just picture all Canadians, you know, wrestling. Yeah, exactly. There, there are quite a few though. Now that I think about it, she's just the first one that came to mind. It, yeah, there's, there's actually a whole like family legacy. The Hearts. The Hearts. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Natty, um, Natalia Neidhart. She, she still is wrestling. Yeah. I pick up. It's a really nerdy thing that people are like. I was like, I don't know. It's just, it's so interesting to me. Um, that is a really like interesting thing to, I feel like that's an interesting thing to, to be interested in. It is, is wrestling. So, yeah. Cause I know people are always like, you know, it's fake. And I'm like, I know, but the, the best way to put it there, the, I think it was the, cause they had a, they have a reality TV show with all the women um, who I, I just love and I'm fascinated um, by and I, I believe it was the Bella Twins, somebody said, like, it's, like, Broadway, but, but with body slams. So for me, like, the creative mindset, I'm like, oh, it's very creative, the storytelling. And then they're, like, throwing each other around. Um, but I know it's not for a lot of people. Interesting. Okay, well, I've never, like, watched any wrestling. So it's maybe very... now picturing it as a Broadway with body slams. Yes, their storytelling. That... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That gets me a little bit more interested in it. Yeah. Maybe there's probably a video essay on YouTube somewhere about the storytelling in wrestling. Oh, there is. Cause there's, I mean, there's terms that they use. I could go really into it, but I won't because it'll be like, <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. Um, but I mean, there, there's literally like, even they don't even use bad guy or good guy. It's uh, a heel is the bad person. And then a baby face is a good person. There's like a whole. Interesting. There's a whole thing. And I talk to people and they're like, is this what you do with your time? And I'm like, it's just so interesting to me. It is. I don't know. And I'm not, I'm not a violent person. Yeah. So I'm like, I enjoy that. It's not real. I don't want to watch like the UFC fights where they're like busted open and I'm like, no, like, no. So it's like violence, but not really like. Right. Yeah. It's play. It's play fight. It it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyways, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) 
that is uh, i mean that is not what i expected to start the podcast off with was was wrestling yeah <laughs> it's just because there's so many canadians that wrestle <laughs> i'm like now i keep thinking of chris jericho there's so many that it it's the weather it toughens us up exactly yeah yeah like, yeah yeah yep. Yeah, we spend yeah. we spend our days fighting the cold. <laughs> and so taking it into the ring is just the next logical step. Exactly. Why not? Yeah. Um, anywho, I'll let you <laughs> give a brief introduction about yourself, um, a little bit what you do. And you have your podcast and everything. So feel free to talk about that. Any childhood trauma you want to talk about, anything, I'm here for you. Just put it out there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I am an amateur wrestling fan as of <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, my name is Alex, by the way. Um, and, and I do a ton of podcasting. That is, that is my hobby. That's what I do for fun. I'm fortunate to get to do a little bit of it for work. I've done podcasts for uh, university professors and for oh, small awesome. businesses and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's what I do all day, every day. My newest podcast is broken bulbs uh, where I talk about people's failures with them I just ask them a few short questions about how they failed and then how they got through it and the lesson they learned and how they're living now because of having experienced it so yeah that's what I do is chat that's with people awesome. and and yeah that's it that's literally all I do <laughs> yeah no trust me I, I clearly enjoy that as well too um, and I love that premise of because I feel like as I've grown, not that I'm like super old and wise or anything like that, but like failure really can teach you lots of valuable lessons. Oh, yeah. So I'm always like, oh, I know it sucked at the time. You're like, this is the end of the world. Um, so that's super interesting. I'm sure you get a lot of incredible stories of people. Yeah. Yeah. I that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there are some stories where I'm sitting there like, what the heck like you i was not you know either <laughs> yeah either like you did that you're an idiot or yeah. like oh my i am so sorry that happened to you because yeah. sometimes there's like this weird spectrum of failures right sometimes yeah. it's just an accident it's just something that happened to you didn't necessarily have to go that way and then sometimes it's like that was your fault yeah that was you a put that joke, yeah that idea and so I get a whole spectrum of it. And so it's really interesting having people come on and open up about those, those things. And, and some people are more open than others, obviously. And it always yeah. works better when they just kind of let it I out. Lose, I haven't yeah. had anybody cry on it yet, but you know, maybe, I mean, maybe someday somebody will really pour out their soul. Yeah, I would be one if I ever got interviewed. I'd probably, <laughs> I'm such a Pisces. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I, I've already cried, I think, two or three times on my own show. From the, oh, really? Yeah, just from people talking. Um, I, I interviewed one. Um, she's actually um, one of my good friend's sister. And she works with special needs children. And she was just telling me some stories of like horrible things. And I was just like, yeah, this is, this is oh, so wow. great and beautiful. And um, but it, it really you can ask anybody that knows me super well it does not take a lot for me oh to, really to shed a tear and cry because I'm a true Pisces at heart and I can't help it <laughs> it's just it is so when did you um start podcasting and I guess why why did you lean towards that because it's I feel like it's now like a normal thing like 
Mm. Ask me 10 years ago what a podcast was. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like that's, but now there's like so many out there and so many people that are like, I love podcasts and stuff like that. So what was your, your journey like starting in the podcast world? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm very proud to say I got into it before it was the everybody. I've had to explain to many people in my life that podcasts are free. Yeah. And, you know, there are a ton of different places you can listen to them. And even though it's been gotten so popular, it's still I still have to explain to some people, oh, your phone probably has an app already downloaded yeah. onto it. You know, it's pretty easy to get into. And so it, it has been interesting to see it grow. I started actually three years ago. So January 2018, I recorded my first interview with my best friend, Seth awful it was just oh (laughs) i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know how to interview people i didn't have proper mics uh but i got into it because i was a really bad listener Mm. i would talk and talk and talk and if somebody else was talking i would sit there and eagerly await my turn to share my story because i thought yeah of course you know my story's way better Better, than whatever this person's saying right and i feel like a lot of people feel that way, but I feel like I was extreme. I was like, I didn't care (laughs) what other people were talking about. I was just there for myself. And realizing in late 2017 that that was a problem, I decided New Year's resolution, which this is the first and only New Year's resolution I've ever followed through on. I decided I would start a podcast. And so that was my first show, My Wax Museum, that's still going on. I've done, I think, 110 interviews now. And just, you know, getting to sit down and have conversations with normal people from my life that I that I know, Uh, I don't, you know, I don't go out and source guests, I don't stalk people on the internet and be like, oh, they'd be so cool. You know, it's just people that I meet through just my activities, right? And, and I've gotten to have these amazing conversations. And so that's why I started podcasting. And I mean, I like to think that it worked. Now I'm actually interested and engaged in what people are saying. Like at the beginning of the episode, talking about wrestling, yeah. I would have been like, uh-huh, uh-huh, speed it up. When are we going to get to me? But instead I'm like, really interesting that's, okay yeah. now i need to like learn and i can more tell you it. that that's how most people are when i talk about wrestling so i appreciate <laughs> that you actually were like oh okay cool <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i i can guarantee i will be falling asleep watching wrestling storytelling video essays tonight so yeah that's that's my podcasting story and uh, you know since then i've done over over 10 different podcasts uh, wow. public and private most of them still active and I love it. It's my life. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, something that I've, I only started last year. So <laughs> you have a bit uh, more experience on me and everything. But it's funny, because I never really thought of it that way. But I, I'm the type of person that I guess I, I would have problems, I guess, sometimes, like, like you said, like, waiting for me to talk, like, okay, cool. But then it kind of shifted after doing this but as I've grown to I'm the type of person even if somebody says something that I'm like I don't know if I would really get into that I'm gonna look into it and see because you just never know because people are interesting and they they usually have interesting things to talk about so yeah exactly and 
I, I'm just disappointed. It took me, I think I would have been 22. Took me till I was like 22 to realize how interesting the people around me were, but it's been an eye-opening experience and, and getting to continue to do that. And I mean, even having conversations like this, right. Without podcasting, no way we would have ever met, you know, except for in the craziest of circumstances. Right. And so just getting to meet people through this medium too has been really cool. No, definitely. Yeah. I I completely agree. Cause I, and that was one of my, my goals for this year was, you know, try to seek out more people so that I didn't bother my friends as much. I love my (laughs) friends and they have amazing stories, but I was like, it would be nice to meet some other people that I, you know, would probably never meet if it weren't for, Hey, come talk about X, Y, and Z. If you want, it's going to be recorded. (laughs) Cool. I'm going to make really awful jokes, but here it is. So that's been really awesome um, to meet people that I never thought and like hearing their stories and stuff like that. And I'm like, we're best friends now. We go way back. Like, <laughs> It's a great way to meet people. Like yeah. you, you look at it and I, I always laugh that if, if you were to just ask me, you know, message me on Instagram or something and be like, Hey, Alex, um, can we just sit and chat for like an hour? I'd be like, no. (laughs) Like why? No, I don't want to be murdered. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then instead you say, Hey, Alex, do you want to be on a podcast? And suddenly there's this, Oh, there's, there's (laughs) microphones and I can listen back to the stupid things I said. And then suddenly it becomes cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so funny. That is so true. Yeah, if uh, if, if it there wasn't a world of podcasting, and people just reach out and said, "Hey, do you want to have a conversation?" <laughs> like, mm, no, I, I've seen I've seen a lot of scary movies. That's how <laughs> yeah. start. No, thank you. Um, oh, that's so funny though. That to think though that it's like normal. Like I remember growing up, like Stranger Danger. Don't ever. <laughs> now we're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've never met, but let's talk. But uh, yeah, even if you were a psychopath that wanted to kill me, you're so far away. So <laughs> I have time to run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're you're like before you ever log on. And um, where are you located? Right, exactly. You know, just to make sure you're you're not anywhere near me. Yeah, please. exactly. And yeah. thank you. Oh, oh yeah, and I think it's nice too, especially with uh, the advancements that we've had, especially with the last past year. Um, a lot of like the zooming and being able to do it remotely and virtually so it's not oh I have to meet them in person to do it so yeah it's been really cool to see um, that shift and being able to reach out to people that are further away I always forget because I guess I've always lived in the same time zone that people live in different time zones and I'm like what like what do you mean central oh that's right there's different time zones duh like (laughs) stupid um yeah podcasting has has convinced me that we should all just be on like greenwich mean time and then that way you just schedule you're like oh what time is that because i i had somebody schedule me they were in india which is 12 and a half hours ahead of me and so it's this weird you know we have to record right when i'm waking up and right when they're going to bed kind of thing right 
in order to make it work. And then we also have to do the, and what time is that for you again? And that's this time, right? And, oh, right. You have the right time, right? And, and it just, it's caused problems before I've missed, I've missed recordings or had people miss recordings because of it. Cause yeah, it's just a mess. So podcasting has convinced me we should just have one time zone and people are like, but when would I eat breakfast? I'm like, when you wake up. Yeah. When would I eat lunch? When, when the sun is above your head. When you're hungry. (laughs) Yeah. When you're hungry, you're an adult, right? Are you that bound? Are yeah. people telling you when to eat your lunch? Come it's on. Like, oh, it's 11.59. I can't do it. Gotta wait. <laughs> 12 o'clock. I, yeah, it's, it's I, and I've literally, I've had somewhere, it, it'll be like 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night for me here. And I'm such a grandpa and I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm here, but I'm also wanting to sleep. So um, yeah. and vice versa. And I'm always like, oh, well, I never want to make anybody stay up later than they have to. We should all have one standard time. That'd be great time zone. Cause yeah, it's a and you can You can usually fit something in, in people's waking hours, yeah. you know, like there's usually some time there that, that makes sense for people. I found the hardest is New Zealand. Cause it's like 16 oh, hours yeah. ahead or something of where I am. And so it's just this really weird, really weird time. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that's super. I haven't, I haven't talked to anybody that super far ahead. I don't. Yeah, no, that's that's really. Yeah. And I'm not math is not my strong suit either. So <laughs> I found a website that converted it for me. It's like, I don't know if that. No. So I've, I've definitely learned to rely on my resources. Google when in doubt, Google it out because <laughs> yes, a lot. Um, awesome. Well, I, I feel like you kind of talked about why you think at least for you, podcasting um, is important and everything. Anything else, any benefits or anything that comes to mind that you would like to share from your experience of podcasting? Hmm. Like, no, I already... <laughs> I've, I've, I've got one thing okay. I want to say about podcasting. I think that what's amazing about it is it's so easy to get into. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, you can do it if you have a smartphone. You can start right on your phone and start yeah. something, right? But then there's so much room to grow, right? 100%. There's always new ways. I mean, I've been doing this for three years and just yesterday I was, oh, oh, what if I can edit it like this and I could change mm-hmm. the sound? Oh, yeah, I like that sound better, you know? And so I'm still practicing and experimenting. So easy to start, hard to get good, but man, you know, being able to grow that much and practice something that much is a delight, if you ask me at least. No, definitely. Yeah. I, when I started, it was just like a cheap pair of earbuds and my phone. And then I was like, oh, people are actually like listening and downloading. And so I was like, well, let me, let me try it. And then I, stupid me, I got a nicer (laughs) equipment and everything, a microphone. And I was like, oh, I got this. It's a microphone completely talked in it the wrong way. And it was backwards. Oh, so no. I was super angry when I was listening back and I was like, oh, I'm returning. Like I spent all this money and it, it sounds like I'm super far away because <laughs> I had it backwards and I was supposed to speak into the side, but I was speaking right on top of it. So it was really bad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> the growing is definitely something I'm like, oh, okay. Awesome. This is- yeah. There's so much trial and error with it. I've recorded so many podcasts where I'm like, well, 
I remember there was one, the interview was great, but for whatever reason in post, I just destroyed the audio. And this guy had a really good podcasting voice. And I remember I met his mom. She's like, oh, you're the one with my wax museum. You ruined my son's voice. And I was like, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think Cheryl's ever forgiven me for that. How could you? <laughs> I know. I'm a monster, man. Yeah. Uh, boycott. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it really is a growing experience for sure. From what I've, again, you you have a couple more years on me, but even in my almost a year, I'm like, I'm learning stuff every day that I'm like, oh, just like you said, like, oh, who knew, you know, yeah. one day I'll be a professional. <laughs> I feel You'll like. get there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now the topic of Canada, because <laughs> I'm just so curious. Um, tell me everything. No, <laughs> tell me about Canada. And I almost put a list together of like Canadian myths. Okay. And it was like, debunk them see but then i was like i don't want to offend anybody so no no canadians can't be offended men okay we are so so chill so if you have any canadian like canadian myths that come to mind feel free well the first one um everybody says that all canadians are super nice and don't get offended so <laughs> okay well that is a myth <laughs> i think i think generally we're like pretty good at taking a joke you yeah know, generally speaking but the myth that canadians are like super nice that's like a pr thing you yeah. know we go out to other countries and we're like hi we're <laughs> the nice ones with this accent <laughs> you yeah. know like, nice to meet you and and so i think that's like when we're when we're traveling we make sure you know we put on a really nice face we put on the flag on our backpack so mm. that Everybody knows, oh, I'm Canadian, you know, oh, don't Canadian. They're nice. Yeah. An American, right? <laughs> and then I think though, when you get into Canada, especially if you're American, I've seen so many Americans just like get like dissed in Canada for no reason. Americans are the only people that Canadians will be complete like a-holes to all the time. Oh no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually crazy. So there there's a myth debunked we are nice we do try to be polite you know we we pride ourselves on that yeah but there are a lot of canadian a-holes too you know it's it's a universal yeah not everybody can be as nice yeah it's okay yeah. though yeah I, I that's why one thing i've always been scared and apprehensive about like i don't want to travel somewhere and they're like oh freaking american so and i'm like how would you disguise <laughs> like, I'm American, but I don't, I, I feel there, like, there know. are Americans who put the Canadian flag on their, on their <laughs> bags and stuff because they know that they'll be treated oh. more nicely if they do that. Be, just because of the way the world sees the yeah. Americans and Canadians, which honestly, I have so many American friends. There's really not that big of a difference. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just these little little things that I guess have wound up making the difference, and you know, PR stuff. Yeah, that's no that's what it comes down to. Yeah, definitely. No, in my like, if I ever did that, somebody would stop and start asking me serious Canadian questions, and I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
you're like, wee oui, wee. Oui. Yeah. Sham <laughs> uh-huh. Canada. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I would not. Where are you from? Uh, Yellow knife. <laughs> yep. Sure. I'd be like, Trish Stratus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> cool. Yeah. They, yeah. It reminds me when I was younger, for some odd reason, at times I thought, it was a fun game to pretend like I was British and talk in a British accent. And one day somebody was like, Oh, are you from, you know, England and where are you from? And I was like, uh. <laughs> so my only <laughs> reference was Harry Potter. So I was just like, Oh no. Like Hogwarts. <laughs> and like, mm, I don't think this guy. I was Which like, kind of, you know, if, if a British person said, Oh, I'm from Hogwarts, you know, that kind of, it makes it like a fun yeah like a (laughs) you know like it it, i'm trying to think of like a canadian equivalent of hogwarts but i I don't feel like there's any like really there's an american equivalent either there i'm from disneyland (laughs) i'm from disneyland (laughs) yeah or yeah in canada what would you say i guess you could be like oh i'm from toronto yeah that's that's a big one. A lot of Americans are are like, oh, so oh. how close is that to Toronto? And I'm like, literally, I am from nowhere near Toronto. Near, yeah, they're like, oh, then I lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then it's like, oh, you must be like on a farm somewhere. Yeah, they're like, oh, do you have electricity? Are you Amish too? <laughs> like, no, you're not in a big city. Uh, that's how it was for me growing up because I grew up in a lot of small towns and that people never heard of and I would have to relate it to a bigger town and they're like oh you're not too far and I'm like no I'm like two hours from that town so people were like oh like do you okay <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm like I'm not being raised by wolves out in the middle of nowhere I love I love that I always feel bad for people though when they're from small towns and people are like oh where are you from and they're like oh I'm from New York and they're like, oh, nice. When really they're like from all the way up sto- upstate New yeah. York, you know, right at the Canadian border. And everybody's like, I love the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And it's and like, like, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> Sometimes if I squinted my eyes and looked, I saw nothing because I'm too far away from the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just have to be like, yeah, I'm from this place. And for me growing up <laughs> was always like, oh, where are you from? Florida. And immediately people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Oh, poor guy. Um, Completely different reaction. If somebody comes in and is like, I'm from Canada. Americans are like, oh, you're super nice. Do you like maple syrup? (laughs) Yeah, there is a bit of like a cute factor, you know, that, that you get with it. Like, oh, can you say this word and this word and, you know, oh, do this. And I know some Canadians get really annoyed by it. But when I was at school in the States, I loved it. I was like, yes, I will be your zoo animal. Come, yeah. come you know, come, come Let me teach to you me. my ways. Ask me, ask me questions. I think my Canadian accent actually gets stronger when I'm in the United States. Yeah. Play and then when up. I'm in Canada. Yeah. yeah. When I'm in the States, I'm like, oh, don't mistake me for one of you. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know, like I got to give off the right vibe. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when I watch tv shows or something like that and like some of the things like Shit's creek of course i'm like okay they're all canadian you can tell but sometimes yeah. if like they're playing an american and they slip in something like you're, you're say like, sorry again that's not 
how we would say it. <laughs> nope. That's not very American of you. Yeah. It, it's so interesting though that I, yeah, especially growing up, I never knew because I was a dumb kid and thought Harry Potter was real. So I was like, who knew that there's all these different types of people that different ways of talking and everything. Yeah. It, it's pretty, and it blew my mind too. I was like, oh, French Canadian's a thing too. <laughs> like people can speak. And I'm like, way over my head. Again, I was, I thought Harry Potter was real. What else is great about Canada? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, since you did give me some of the, some of the questions beforehand, I did make some notes. Okay. I perfect. Was, I was asking my older sister, I was like, what's great about Canada? I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know what, like how I would answer this question. <laughs> and I'm one of the most patriotic Canadians I know, but I'm like, what's great about Canada? Like, what the heck? Uh, so my sister said the banking system. That was oh. the first, that was the first thing she said. We have a really, it's a really straightforward, like all this Venmo stuff you guys do in the States. None of that. Oh, I yeah. like, if I need to transfer my dad or my brother or my sister money, it's like, I go into my banking app, put in their email and then the money just goes right oh, into their so bank smart. account. It's easy. Yeah. It doesn't hold anywhere. It doesn't wait anywhere. It's just literally if, if they were like, Hey Alex, I need 10 bucks because I don't go. have the money right now. I would just, and I can send it right. Just right like that. Oh, that's so much easier than we have like 50,000 different apps. Yeah. That people, and I'm like, huh? And there's like a new one yeah. each day, but of course I, yeah. I'm like, well, I have to have them now if people are trying to send me money. But I'm like, I've never even heard of that. What is that? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, I think there is one, there is one that we, that I use, but I think it's only with certain banks or credit unions that it's directly right. to, but all the, uh, like PayPal or Venmo or Cash App, it's like, we're going to hold it here until you release it. Yeah. I think yeah. Somebody actually sent me $5 the other day for Starbucks. So I need to take that out of my account. <laughs> that reminded me. <laughs> Well, you're but if welcome. It, yeah, but if I was in Canada, I would have just went right in there. It would already be there. Like it is so so easy. And I showed my American friends this. I drove down to school uh, with another friend, and then he was gonna send me money for gas. And uh, I was like, "All right, everybody!" And I gathered everybody around. I said, I, "I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna show you. Show and tell. I'm gonna show you how the Canadian banking system works." And I said, "Jack, what's your email?" And he gave me his email. And then I showed everybody the banking app and I click and then they're like, what? Whoa. It's already there. Like it was like the most marvelous magic trick. Like he's but a yeah, wizard. <laughs> the, the banking system. That is, uh, that was the first thing that came to my sister's mind. Uh, and then also insulin. So, I mean, insulin's great. And I guess that was, uh, like a Canadian, the synthesized, Insulin was a Canadian invention, I guess. Um, from what I understand, it's also cheaper in Canada than it is in the U.S. So, wow, yeah, you know. it's and it's. I've known a couple of people that need it, and it's wicked expensive here. Oh yeah, I and could you imagine that? I just, <laughs> I will die without this. All right, well, that's gonna be one thousand dollars every week of your life forever. You or know, something you know, need, that's how much it costs, but yeah, it's like, what the heck? Yeah, that's yeah, it's really depressing to think about. Um, 
I, I feel like there a while back, a long time ago, I not a long time ago, it was like five, six years ago. I worked at a, a hotel that had a spa and there was a guest there and she was Canadian and she was visiting their own vacation and stuff. And she she was like, oh, can I get your um, massage therapist license number? And I was like, yeah, that's a weird thing to ask, but sure. And she was like, oh yeah, Canadian healthcare covers massages. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Not well, here. Well, and it, it also depends on the province. So this is another thing. Americans, you guys tend to talk about like Canadian healthcare. Mm -hmm. And I got this a lot in the States. And I went to a particularly, um, I'm not going to say conservative, I'm going to say Republican school. Hmm. Uh, because it was, you know, Fun. that was the majority there. And everybody all the time was like, Oh, yeah, well, we don't want a Canadian healthcare system. I'm like, there is no Canadian healthcare system. Each province has its own system. You'll never hear the federal government yeah. talking about healthcare. It's just not a thing. It's provincial. Wow. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. That's interesting. Yeah. It's like literally for each, like it's not just an umbrella healthcare yeah. system. Yeah. So each one, like some provinces will cover different drugs. Uh, and like pharmaceuticals and mm -hmm. stuff and some won't and then some provinces will cover certain dental care and then some won't and it just kind of depends and and from what I understand of how it works I have an Alberta health card mm -hmm. like my the province I, I live in is Alberta so I have this health card and from what I understand if I were to go to Saskatchewan and like break my leg in Saskatchewan I'd show them my Alberta health card I would get fixed up for free, but they would bill Alberta for, for whatever. My, yeah. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting system and it's so much more complicated than, than people think. And it totally depends on the province that you mm -hmm. live in, you know, how you're, how you're judging it. You hear these horror stories and it's like, well, what province were they in? Yeah. You know, what, you know, so it's it's pretty interesting it's totally, yeah 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 probably makes a lot of people do research and look into it so they can make sure that whatever their need is met in wherever they live so like it's covered and everything right right and i mean the nice thing is you know from what i understand at least of how the provinces work is generally like life-saving mm -hmm. things you're you're covered you know, yeah, I mean, I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in, in your outline, you sent me beforehand, you talked about stories. So here's a, here's a Canadian healthcare story for you. Awesome. I'm ready. I, I, I was, I was dying once. Oh, uh, I'm you know, not ready. <laughs> as, as so often happens to people. Uh, I feel like everybody gets at least one near death experience before, mm -hmm. you know, they face the real thing. And so I, uh, I, I had a blood clot in my lung and I was like, couldn't breathe, nothing. I go to the hospital. I get a CAT scan. They check me out. They make sure I'm okay. Fortunately, the clot had already started to break up and everything. Oh, good. And, and then they, you know, like give me a prescription and, and send me on my way. Right. Obviously that's like the Coles notes version mm -hmm. of the story, but it was, you know, all free 
like I didn't get billed for any of that. And I think if, if I was living in the States or something, no way in heck I ever would have gone to the hospital, man. Like, no, you would have had tens of thousands of dollars. Like, yeah, just to, just to pay that back as a, you know, I was 22 at the time. Wow. That would be brutal. Oh yeah. And, and so I think, you know, maybe hands down the, the best thing about Canada is the, depending on the province, Canadian healthcare. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. in in the States, they would have been like, well, we need a kidney from your something as a down payment. Cause <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you have anybody in the hospital looking for like a finger transplant? Yeah. I'll give things up. <laughs> yeah. That's so wild though. Well, good thing that that did not go a sour way and you're still here and kick in because that's scary yeah yeah it was it was really scary and now it's just a good story i guess that's uh that's how most experiences turn out eh? true yeah awesome yeah when i was 22 i actually got a really bad kidney stone and thought i was dying <laughs> but uh, <laughs> until i got there and they're like it's a kidney stone and i was like i felt like my everything was on fire and they're like oh it's just a kidney stone (laughs) drink all this water take these medicine and i'm like oh okay and it cost so much money really lovely yeah just to just to go to the er it was like 250 dollars, and i'm like this is ridiculous i'm like i'm 22 i don't know (laughs) like (laughs) this is awful yeah it's like can can you just you know pretend this didn't happen i'll just yeah. go home and die with my family yeah <laughs> you know? exactly like, wow yeah living will together and just <laughs> be real dramatic with it i was like <laughs> i was like oh my god 250 dollars. and then they they prescribe stuff and the medicine they were like you have to keep the medicine down i wasn't keeping it down it made me nauseous so i go back and they're like oh, we forgot to prescribe you this medicine that makes you not nauseous. Sorry. What? Here's another $250 because you came back to visit. And I'm like, what, what the heck? It was, it was awful. So there's the cow. parallel of United States healthcare. Versus- yeah. Yeah. So I guess if, if people are wondering about the difference between the U.S. and Canada, yeah. there's a big one. <laughs> there's a yeah, big one. Just for ER visit. And I'm like... Oh my god! I saw you for like two seconds. Like that's it. Yeah. It was wild. Anywho, wow. Any other amazing Canadian stories? Amazing Canadian stories. I mean, it's just it's just beautiful here. Yeah. I, you know, no particular story, but growing up, being able to go to, especially where I'm I'm situated, Calgary's at the foot of the Rockies. It has kind of a it's similar topographically to like Denver, mm-hmm. so it's right. It's right on the eastern side of the Rockies. And so if I travel east from my house, it will be flat forever, right? And if I travel west, it's straight up into the mountains, more or less, right? And so I can travel one hour and be in Banff, which is a huge tourist attraction in Canada. Mm -hmm. And I can travel the other direction and be in Drumheller, which is, you know, this inside the valley on the prairies you know dinosaur bone dig site so there's so many cool different things that i get to see around here and growing up it was just normal right we'd go on field trips to these places and then 
you know, getting to go away and talk to people and they're like, Oh, I've always wanted to go there. I'm like, it's beautiful. You have to, <laughs> you know, like it like really I go there is. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, literally though, it's like, I just, you know, go do a day trip out there and just sit in the mountains with nobody, you know, it's amazing. I wish. Yeah. Our field trips where we're going to go watch ice age and theaters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I take it. That sounds like a great field trip. Oh, I, like, oh, I did. I, I was like, oh, you're buying the popcorn? Cool. This is great. Like, And it came with popcorn? Okay. Yeah, they had the kids pack. They had a group rate. And I'll, I'll never forget this because I was like uh, obsessed with anything that, you know, and it had like a small popcorn and like candy. It had like a, a, a the, the, what are those things? like sweet and sour candy and then NMMs with it and a small drink. And I was like, this is the best. Dude, that is so good. Especially if you get like Sour Patch Kids or something and you mix them with the M&Ms or like put them in the popcorn and then you've got like a melty hand of chocolate and popcorn. Yes. Like, yes, please and thank you. And I'm like, do I you really want this for middle schoolers to, to get this sugared up? <laughs> No, 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 yeah, exactly. It's like, why Why would an adult yeah, you know, think that? Think that it's just because they wanted to go to the movie so bad. They just, oh, exactly. To yeah. <laughs> oh, because they were doing, and immediately when we got back, it was like, okay, we're going to go outside to run off everything that you just ate. So, in hindsight, <laughs> they were smart, I guess, with it. Filters were so much fun, though. Dude, yes. We, we had a lot of really cool field trips gr- growing up. Um, I mean, we went to a water sewage treatment plant, which sounds gross, but (laughs) it was really, really cool. We had, uh, (laughs) like, (laughs) I just remember standing around, uh, these like pits of feces and, and the, the tour guide was like, do not touch the bar. And I touched it. And for the rest of the class, I was like a leper. For the rest of the day because i touched this because i touched this bar on the edge of this, this disgusting <laughs> vat it was so gross but it was really cool got to learn some science stuff and then you know we have a buffalo jump near here that we went on a field trip to and got to learn about the history of the native americans in the oh, area that's cool. yeah and like so so many cool things that that we got to do so i mean my particular area of canada highly recommend yeah it sounds very cultured and a lot to experience whereas where i grew up it was <laughs> we're gonna go to the movie <laughs> here's ice age everybody likes ice age. Yeah. like yeah i want it's, a trek yeah exactly like oh great not so much we were in middle school so it was a little out of our age range but it had to be a, a g-rated movie so right right so, yeah did they have like only g-rated movies in your school or was it ever allowed to like go higher than that we um if it was pg and um the parents signed off we were able to watch it (laughs) so (laughs) it was very limited to where we saw a lot of the same movies over and i remember remember the titans i've seen 50 million times because that was one that we constantly they had us watching but I, I yeah. always enjoyed when like the new movies come out and we got to watch them. But it sucked for the kids that the parents didn't sign off to say they can watch a PG movie and they had to like go read a book outside. 
they had to be the the weird kid left weird out. kid and i'm like it's prince's diaries there's nothing it's- gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> see i was that weird kid i was the one whose parents wouldn't sign off on things but usually it was because i asked them not to i remember so they would show like r-rated we have a bit different of a rating system in canada <laughs> oh, gosh. um but like Sometimes I remember, so we have 18A, which is like below R mm-hmm. and, and sometimes they would show like 18A or R rated movies. And, and my, I take like the form to my mom and be like, Hey, you know, here, here's this form. And she's like, well, do you want to watch this movie? I'm like, nah, I'd rather like skip class. And she's like, okay. I'll just uh, sign no. No. <laughs> and, and so then I'd like go to Wendy's during class while everybody's <laughs> like watching this movie because I just didn't care to watch it. Yeah. And I got out of so many projects that way. Like, sorry, <laughs> like, my mom said, no, I can't sorry, watch this. You know, like we are just not, you know, not allowed to watch movies like that at home. And yeah, so I got funny. out of a lot of things. That's so smart though, too. Yeah, just using... And I remember, like, because I grew up uh, in, like, a family that went to church, like, every Mm -hmm. Sunday and stuff. And the rule was no homework on Sunday. And so I would go to school and be like, sorry, my mom doesn't let me do homework on Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. It's the Lord's (laughs) Day. Like, I'm not allowed. Like, who's going to argue with that? (laughs) Right, exactly. Because then they get in trouble for, you know, persecuting somebody for their religious beliefs or something. And it was was perfect. It was absolutely wonderful. I had a great time in high school using all sorts of awful excuses. That's so funny. That's, yeah. Sometimes in high school, you just have to find excuses though to be like no I'm good I actually when I uh I think it was my 11th grade year um so it was a junior and we oh gosh the grapes of wrath which had language in it and everything like that yeah and so um I at the time I was very religious and like oh no I, I I don't know um so my my teacher she was super super sweet and she was like I just she was like I would really want your perspective though with this but if not you can read a different book blah 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 and I was like well I don't want to be excluded so she physically went the extra mile and crossed out like in a black sharpie all the curse words in the (laughs) book and so I had like a special edition like clean jesus-y book (laughs) she was so nice i was like oh thank you and now i'm like whatever (laughs) isn't that so funny because i was i was the same way like growing up i was like oh my ears like yeah exactly and now i'm like yeah you know say whatever you want i don't care right like what's the (laughs) what's the big deal yep and uh, i just thought it was so interesting as a kid seeing things so black and white and then you get into adulthood and you're like eh, nothing really matters so yeah whatever exactly why was i so worried about that curse word when there's yeah yeah it's all this oh, other no. craziness <laughs> the lord will damn me to hell for yeah. hearing this like it's so yeah that's it's called growth <laughs> everyone <laughs> <laughs> growing up and being yeah especially going to college and university i was like oh like there's there's a lot of different people out there not just small town yeah 
like yeah culture shock for it sure really opens your eyes eh yeah exactly um well hopefully i get to go to canada once things calm down because i've always wanted to go um Dude, if you come to this area i will be your tour guide i am like and i would need that because i would be so petrified because i i'm the type of person that worst case scenario so <laughs> anytime i travel i'm like this is how i die this is this i'm going out this way like this person's gonna murder me um i could say that and then you murder me but it's hey (laughs) just bringing it full circle here right yeah this is is what happens when you meet people online your parents warned you man i know (laughs) stranger danger don't do it (laughs) yeah i've had a couple people that i've met and they're like well forever in this place like let me know and i'm like yeah cool and i'm like that would be like such a convincing way to become a psychopath. <laughs> like, people would like be so trusting. That's like such a long game though. It know? is. Yeah. That's too much work. Like the amount of people I've interviewed and I, you know, I'm always like, yeah, if you're ever in the area, let me know. And it's like, I've been doing this for three years. Zero yeah. have taken me up on it. I'm still waiting. You know, yeah. I'm like, what like, the I, just heck? Want a I was supposed <laughs> to be like a psycho here, you know? Yeah. That would be, yeah, that, I feel like that'd be the very long way to to get around to being a there, psychopath. Yeah, there's so many easier ways to go about it. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> people are probably listening, like, well, people that know me, they're like, oh, it's just Stephen because he's obsessed with criminal justice and everything. Right. Yeah, it's a very interesting, like, literally me and my husband, that's what we do to go to sleep. We're like, let's watch this, like, this murder trial or something like that really? like is this i'm like is this normal like shouldn't we watch something happy before bed <laughs> like this is interesting and even our dogs sometimes it's so weird they get into it and i'm like do they understand what's going on <laughs> they're like yes tell me more yeah tell exactly more. oh that's an interesting case wow that's yeah wow. that is interesting because i know people love like true crime and stuff but it's you know something i just haven't really been able to get into and maybe partly because i know how much i'll be into it yeah oh i i get so and that was my minor in college so i i get so into it like it's and it's like let's say the fbi ever pulled my search history they'd be like is he (laughs) studying to become a serial killer and i'm like no i'm just it's so interesting (laughs) like i it's wild though it's it's, right Right now they're Shift listening. Them. Yeah. Saying, Steven, we've already pulled your history. <laughs> they're like, he's on to us. <laughs> he quick, quick, move the van. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely one of those things though. I feel like a lot more people are open to being like, Yeah, I love true crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I'm like upset. I will say though, it, it does get tough and it did in college as well, too when it was like children anything to do with children mm. or older people because i'm or animals of course like I, they're so defenseless and i'm like oh yeah this is awful like this right. is wild but it's just so i don't know it's interesting to see i don't know yeah wrestling and serial killers look into it <laughs> 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 go hand in hand now i'm curious to see random thought i wonder how many serial killers Canada has had because America's had one yeah. too many. I know. So I know Canada actually. There is there is a highway. I think it's in British Columbia, 
where native women there's been like oh, an oh. epidemic have you heard of this yes i think we were actually listening to a podcast a while back on a road trip to stupid enough a cabin in the middle of the woods <laughs> we were listening to this yeah there's like a strip and like there's literally billboards that are like if you're a woman do not walk alone like yeah there's so many people oh wow now i have to relook because there's a documentary too they call it like a highway of something yeah yeah like i forget I forget. something i don't know so, it's something like that but yeah it's like so i mean canada nice place but <laughs> there are definitely big issues yeah that, that are that are facing us ourselves and i do feel like sometimes canadians do this weird thing where they they'll like tweet about american news and be mm. like how could somebody do this blah 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 and then canadians or other canadians are like hey uh you know we have problems too can we work on those yeah you know and so there is this weird thing where we're watching American news, thinking it's our news, and then just pretending like we don't have we're any, fine. Yeah. anything going on ourselves. And so it is a really, I don't know, really interesting Inter thing. Yeah. Psychologically speaking, the way that we perceive ourselves and the things that we think. And yeah, it's just very, yeah. very interesting. No, I totally, even here, like, not to other countries sometimes the countries and stuff but even like state to state people are like oh don't move to such and such state like there's so much and i'm like five people just got murdered in the house beside you like there's like right. crime everywhere there's stuff people need to work on everywhere but yeah. people are so like oh this is a great safe neighbor and i'm like that's the number one anytime you see like the interviewer like the newscast where they're like, they seem like such a normal person. They were quiet <laughs> to themselves. And then it was like, bam, 50 bodies underneath their house or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's you why I know. think, that's why I think it's so important to like communicate with the people actually around you. Yeah. Right? And get to get to know them and be aware. Cause then you create like a real sense of community. Right. Right. And, and I think that can do a lot to help, you know, yeah. Uh, keep people happy people, and yeah keep people healthy like mentally and emotionally and physically you know all of the above I think that's vital to to any society so I think it's really important instead of pointing fingers watching the news obsessing mm -hmm. over the big disaster somewhere over here you know think about your own community and yeah. what you're doing to how you can improve in yeah yeah exactly right yeah like, let's get our, our lives together before we start throwing stones at the rest. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, I think everybody does that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I, I really just think it's important to, you know, look out for the people around you. Right. Mm. And and we all have those people. Could you imagine everybody takes care of their, their neighbor? Wouldn't have problems. Yeah. Everybody just like cared. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's the goal is to find a neighborhood where it is a sense of community. Like, I got your back, you got mine. You know, if anything goes down, we're all here for each other. Yeah. Do yeah. better world. <laughs> Be. yeah. Man, yeah. I I do I do think about that a lot. Like the future of just urban development in that mm -hmm. sense. Like, how do you encourage these groups of people to? 
you know, interact with each other and to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. Part of me loves the idea of, you know, a more communal living type of thing, like a, a shared kitchen. So, yeah. you know, meet people and interact with people and community meals. Like I love that idea, that kind of thing, just to, you know, I don't know, make it feel like a community. Exactly. I drive up, get in my house, hide away from everybody, do my thing, <laughs> right? Which is the which is the life I'm living right now, right? It's like, the norm, yeah. Like, oh god, that uh, neighbor's out. Don't look. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't, oh, don't look. I'm like, yeah, like, oh no, they waved at me. What do yeah. what do I do back? What do I do? I stop? You know? Do I? Do, uh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I would love it if if people were just a little bit more open mm-hmm. to to getting together like that. No, definitely. Yeah. I've, I've, I've looked at different like documentaries and stuff like that, where people do live that way, where I don't know if I could do like the complete extreme of like, mm-hmm. we're living in pods together. Like I'm a, one, I'm a giant and I need my, my space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's nice. Like even like community events and stuff like that would be, a nice. of course, when there's not a pandemic and everybody's fearful, caveat. Right, right. we're not saying go out and <laughs> have a big barbecue with your neighbors right now (laughs) (laughs) but as we get through this as we get through yeah let's that's what we could do to celebrate once uh corona goes away knock on wood well i mean and think about how wonderful it could have been if you lived in these little communities Mm -hmm. and then you're locked down in your community exactly just in your home and then you can still go and have that barbecue because right Everybody gets their groceries delivered. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey guys, we let's You're, all we're in our own bubble. Home. Let's work together. Let's take care of each other. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Understand, you know, some people aren't essential services, so they're not going out. Okay, well, they're also not getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. What can we do to help them right. and take care of them? Right, creating that sense of community. Because right now, if my neighbor lost their job and was going bankrupt and having, you know, a mental breakdown right now, I have no idea. Yeah, I would have no clue that they were going through that but if they knocked on my door we're like hey alex you know like we're really struggling here is there anything you can do to help of course i'd be there right yeah but we just don't have that interaction and sense of community so right hopefully someday yeah someday yeah i say as i do absolutely nothing (laughs) about it you know like well it's hard right now so right now we're all is forgiven we just (laughs) Take notes and, that, and that'll think be of ways. next year. I'll yeah, yeah, exactly. Once everything starts <laughs> calming down and everything, um, yeah, that sounds like a good future, though. Bright, amazing future, and hope and positive thing um, to strive for. Speaking of positivity, though, I always like to ask people, and this could be anybody, um, family. It could be world leaders um living or not who inspires you or a, something that I've, I've noticed lately when I've asked like a group of people as well too because some people are like oh a person that's like a hard worker xyz that expires inspires me so who inspires you who inspires me I so again I went through these questions with my sister <laughs> and she suggested I say Ralph Klein uh <laughs> which is the former premier of Alberta and mm-hmm. premier is like our version of governor mm-hmm. um, more or less. That's basically what it equates to. And uh, people called him King Ralph. This isn't actually the person who inspires me most. I was like, does this inspire you or your sister? 
<laughs> so this is what she recommended because there was a time in the province where we had such a huge surplus in the provincial budget that the government gave out Ralph bucks, which was $400 to every, everyone in the province who wasn't in prison got $400. I was like, I was like eight years old and wow. I got 400 bucks. And so I bought a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I did yeah, not so people, expect that. <laughs> I bought a lizard. Called King Ralph. Cause he was the premier for like 12 years, pretty much almost till he died. Wow. And he just never really cared. Like he would gamble all the time <laughs> and he was always drunk like it was regular you know people talk about oh i want you know i want the government official to be the person i could sit and have a drink with mm -hmm. yet this was ralph klein yeah. people would actually just find him in bars drinking <laughs> just chat with him it's just so so funny he doesn't actually inspire me i just thought it was uh just but i got funny, a lizard out of it so <laughs> funny thing i got a lizard i mean yeah. of course wouldn't you be inspired by somebody if yeah. they basically you know four hundred dollars yes a lizard no but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here for the four hundred dollars <laughs> i mean got to spend it on whatever you want it was exactly. just a check yeah and so uh but i think seriously my niece probably inspires me most oh. i have one niece she's just the cutest the sweetest little girl she's almost two just super smart of course everybody says that about like their little They're, family yeah. members right like she's the but smartest she's gonna be the she, best <laughs> she really is the smartest yeah. okay uh yeah i just she's my favorite person and i just think she's sweet yeah nieces do that one of my nieces she um i'll never forget she was graduating from preschool um and she, so they were asking all the kids, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? So like doctor, lawyer, yada, yada, yada. And she said, I want to be a Disney princess. <laughs> hey. And I was like, ah, she's shooting, she's shooting for the stars, guys. Like, that's, forget that's being a, a real doctor. Job. <laughs> yeah. I said, that's too many, you know, hours and years at school. Go be a Disney princess. So I totally get nieces. And nephew i have one nephew and they do that though they're they're super cute they're fun they yeah are, it's like yeah. this this nice addition to the family right it adds some fresh air because i yeah. feel like your siblings and your parents it can get a little bit stale like I've and then you get my whole life <laughs> you you get this cute little fun new new person yeah in there right and they they just add a little bit of excitement because yeah you know, you already know your siblings, you know, your parents are pretty familiar, but then you have this new personality yeah. that you get to discover. And get to grow with too and see yeah. grow. Yeah. And the the best part too that I've learned with nieces and nephews, like, oh, they're screaming, crying or whatever. It's like, well, here you go. <laughs> go back. Yeah. Catch you next time. Like, Not oh, I have my flight. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, here. I have a show I have to go record. Okay, thanks. Bye. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, kids, kids are good though. They're fun. Um, I actually worked with kids for quite some time. They are like super brutally honest and super, like you said, like a fresh breath. <laughs> like, oh, okay. But sometimes they were savage to me because I, I ran a yeah. kid's camp and they would literally, um, oh, one time this little boy, he was talking to me. And he, he was talking and he, 
he was like, oh, um, do you still live with your mom and dad? And I said, no, buddy, I'm a little too old for that. And he was like, well, do you go see them? And I was like, actually, I don't, you know, my parents are no longer here. And he was like, oh, you don't have parents anymore? And I was like, no, but it's okay. And he goes, wow, that's like really sad. Like you have a really (laughs) sad life. And I was like, thanks. I'm going to go cry in the crap (laughs) closet now. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Like Kids say really the darndest things. And I I love their expectations too. Oh yeah. You know, like they, you know, cause like who knows what that kid's life is going to be like when, when they're your age. Right. Yeah. I remember younger me looking at, you know, 25 year olds and thinking he's a failure. And I was thinking the other night, like, what would a younger me looking at my life? Like if a younger me just walked into my room right now, what would they think? They'd probably be like, I guess you have some cool like recording toys. Yeah. But like you, you're not married. You're living on a, <laughs> uh, on a twin bed. Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, are you a singer? No. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you talk to people. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're super cool. How many people listen? Well, you know, like my mom listens sometimes. <laughs> it's like, wow. We, you really let us down, Alex. <laughs> oh, like man. My five-year-old self would be the same way and be like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> is this what we, what happened to the aspirations of being like a doctor or a lawyer? This is it? All right. Interesting. <laughs> See, but like, but then what do you think of your life now, though? Oh, I think it's awesome. Right. And so like, <laughs> say here, stuff. you know, F, F my youngest. I was going to say, screw the little five-year-olds. <laughs> who cares what you think? I'm, exactly. I'm living my life and I'm, I'm doing great. I'm having fun. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's no amount of happiness that, you know, being a doctor could be. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just screw that little five-year-old <laughs> judging <laughs> us. <laughs> like my listeners are probably like, <laughs> We're, going hey listen like we're working through some personal trauma right now exactly like we just have to you know get through this <laughs> talk about repressed childhood trauma my five-year-old <laughs> self is not impressed with my 28 year old self so <laughs> 27 i'm not 28 yet i still have like two months <laughs> close enough i guess um yeah, that's awesome. That your niece <laughs> back on topic. Yeah, um, kids are awesome, but sometimes brutally honest, especially your past five-year-old self, can really make you question your life choices. So, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, five-year-old me, I'm gonna be a billionaire. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a house on the beach. I hate sand, but like yeah. I always, you know, was like, I'm gonna live on the beach. Yep. Because that's what like was cool, you know? And so I was like, I got to fulfill that. I got to really mm-hmm. show people that I've made it. And I'm like, well, whatever. Right. I've got two computer monitors. So right. I guess yeah. that's pretty awesome. It's really winning in the game of life. <laughs> <laughs> I can Google search beach images. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny because I actually was cleaning out the other day and I found like old journals from... <laughs> like fourth and fifth and sixth grade up and I was like reading through some of them and it was like I was like first of all I lied 
one, it was like my favorite movie of all time is Harry Potter. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's the Wizard of Oz. What is this? I was like, I was lying then. Like, what is going on? But I found one. I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it was like, I want to be an actor slash singer. And I was like, you can't sing. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> no. And I was like, well, you got to do podcasting. Hey, that's, I mean, it's kind of like singing, right? Exactly. Your, your voice, right? There's a microphone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the exact same thing. Yeah. The acting part, I act like an idiot in every episode. So exactly. This is all an act where we're taking yeah. off the curtain. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. Surprise. Thank you. Um, we will take our Oscars and Academy Awards now. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> we're actually both doctors. Turns out. Yes. But, <laughs> yep. Doctor of um i don't i can't even think of it <laughs> you're trying just kidding that was a lie i'm actually a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> got you good got you again that will be another um oscar uh so now i have my my game portion which is really just stupid silly questions um to put you on the spot um i get to see people go ooh and I find it enjoyable. So I'll jump into it. Although the first one was actually on the outline. So you've had time. Okay. To think about it. So if you could travel to any time period. So past or future. I used to say present, but you're already here. So there's no point. (laughs) Where would you go to and why? Uh, Okay. So yeah. So since I had this one in advance, I do have an answer. Otherwise this would be. Did you ask your sister first though? I did ask my sister. (laughs) And she was like, I forget what she even said. She's like, oh, I always think about it. And then I decide I wouldn't want to go to anywhere in the past because they didn't have plumbing. And I'm like, yeah, 2010 sucked. I'm like, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> she could have went to like the 60s or something. They had plumbing. Well, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> We're thinking times when we didn't have pictures either. So uh, she she said she would want to go. I think she said like Pompeii because I guess they had some form of plumbing. And I said ancient Athens with I would want to go and I'd want to see Socrates there harassing people, you know, just asking them questions. Yeah. Just because I feel like in learning about Socrates a little bit, I feel like he sucked. Like he was probably just an a-hole and that's like, that's why they killed him. Cause he was the most obnoxious jerk, yeah. person in the city. And so they blamed their problems on him. Yeah. And so I'd want to go and see for myself. Yeah. You know, did he actually suck that much? And bring um, <laughs> the tray of a small popcorn, the sweet and sour <laughs> and a mims and a drink. Like, oh, he's happen. a jerk. <laughs> be like man he does suck i'm like yeah how can i get on the council that like condemns him to death because exactly. this guy is annoying you're like oh, yeah yeah <laughs> so that's death. that's what i've decided okay that's a good that's a solid choice yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess i would i would want to travel but if it was any of those times like i don't want to be there long <laughs> like yeah no it's there's like there's no wi-fi and pop out <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yeah spend like an hour or two there okay cool let me go back <laughs> like yeah yeah um definitely so m- the next question 
um hopefully you're a music person if not i have a backup to it okay if you um put together a soundtrack of your life what are three songs that you would be a it would be a must-have to be on the soundtrack oh a my oh okay um i would have so I would have like to get a little bit of variety in there, you know, for mm-hmm. different moments, right? Yeah, exactly. Not just, you know, so I like this three, three songs that would have to be on there. I would have uh, the Hans Zimmer's No Time for Caution, you mm-hmm. know, in Interstellar when they're, have you seen Interstellar? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, this will be for listeners who have seen Interstellar when they're like spinning the spaceship and they have to line it up there's like this really intense organ swelling. And so I would have that for like when I'm working really hard yeah. and I'm making stuff happen. It just get me, you know, Pumped. just like I am changing the world. I'm saving the human race right now as I'm like editing a podcast. Yeah, one podcast at a time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, okay, so that's for like really intense stuff. Um, I would have Alberta Bound on there, which is by, who is that by? Alberta Bound is by it is by Paul Brandt, which is like a country singer. Mm-hmm. So I would have that to play every time I'm returning home because it's like the in the song he talks about the sweet grass sign oh, and yeah. that's the border crossing that I go through every time that I come home from the states on I-15. And and so just you know like it gets me in my yeah. heart. I'm like I'm going home. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah sentimental yeah 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 and then another another song hmm <laughs> another song You're like those are the only two songs i listen to so <laughs> i've i've never listened to another song in my life in my life <laughs> I li- <laughs> it's just hans zimmer and alberta bound that's it uh i would have let's see let's just pick a pick a good one i would have stranger uh sung by ben kaplan it's uh, one that I found more recently. It's just like, it's just a good song. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It has like a, a grungy, folky kind of sound to it, I guess. Yeah, that's a good that variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, you know, spice it up a little bit, right? Exactly, yeah. And now that I know that you listen to more than two songs, that's great, yeah. <laughs> Those are the only three, though. The only three. <laughs> that's, my, that's my whole playlist. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, can we can you plug up your phone and play music? And you're like, oh, I got three songs for you. No, what I wouldn't even like? tell them. I just play it. And then they're like, hey, they're wait. Like, hey, it's on. Didn't we just listen to that? There'd be so like, many people confused. 12 minutes later, they're like, wait a second. I've heard, I've heard the song before. I know this one. Like, like, oh, really? I think your phone's broken, buddy. And you're like, no, it's no. (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm just playing my playlist. Yeah, (laughs) favorite songs here. Yeah, exactly. You don't. All right, loser. Uh, The next one is also a three, um, and I'm just curious. I always get curious with people to see um, the music, and then sometimes I always I ask what three movies you would watch for the rest of your life. But for this one, it's. You can only choose three snacks to snack on for the rest of your life. So you get nothing else. You pick three and the rest of the snacks in the world are gone. 
Okay, but I get meals still, though, right? Yeah, you get meals. Yeah. Okay, okay. (laughs) You'd be you'd be super unhealthy if you just had snacks for the rest of your life. You're like, all I have to eat are snacks and listen to these three songs. Yay! (laughs) Me on my desert island. I love it. Um. Okay, three snacks. Okay, I would. I would choose. Believe it or not, I would actually choose Cliff Bars because I like. I love Cliff Bars. Yeah, like. I don't, and I don't like, I enjoy them cause they, they just give me something, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I like it when my jaw is tense. Like mm-hmm. I hold a lot of tension in my jaw. Yeah. And so they're nice to like chew on. Right. And, and so I like cliff bars. So I would have cliff bars. Uh, I would have, Oh, dang it. I've got a, mm, <laughs> I want to pick like something. I don't want to sound like it. I, you know, I'm just going to go like junk food snacks. I don't even, I don't even care. Let's abandon everything else. Popcorn's a meal anyways. So yeah. uh, we're going to have uh, Mars bars, which are like milky ways. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I would have, what's another, another really good snack. Oh, I would have Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. Like Oh yes. Chips. The kettle chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That those would be my, my choices yeah uh, yeah i was i was afraid i was like what if he says something i have no clue what it i'm like yeah that sounds delicious but i've had oh all, yeah i've I had all of those chips. and i do yeah salt and vinegar is not very popular for my inner circles a lot of people are like that's gross right. and i'm like these are delicious I don't, I don't know what you're talking about they're, no they're do you so guys good. do you have miss vicky's yeah salt and vinegar down there yeah okay. yeah she uh she <laughs> she has <laughs> also vicky, you know. yeah she has uh the barbecue ones too so those are the an original yeah right any right. sub shop that you go to they that's they're always there okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah so. when when i was at school in the states i was in idaho and they didn't have like I could never find Miss Vicky's chips, and it was the, Idaho, like the potato place. Yeah, but their their potatoes are like they're made for deep frying because yeah. their potatoes don't have like the same flavor that other potatoes have. Oh, the best wow. the best crop in Idaho is their onions. They have great oh. onions. Yeah, very underrated, I'd say. Who who knew? Yeah, Miss Vicky's. I I know her. Yeah, we go way back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Miss Vicky. You, yeah you know. <laughs> exactly kettle chips which yeah they were a new thing for me a couple of years ago I actually okay. worked at a place and we offered them my first job and i was like they switched from regular chips to kettle chips and i was like what is this like i don't so good so good yeah you but yeah sometimes i feel like i'm gonna chip something but i'm like i'm gonna go out and with the bang no they're oh they're perfect they're yeah. like they're exactly what you want because lays chips it's almost like eating paper it is yeah yeah it literally what it reminds me of is when i used to have fish and i would feed them like little fish food speckles i feel like they just compressed that into a chip and was like here you go (laughs) (laughs) look what we've done (laughs) this is sweet and you get like a big old bag and it's like (laughs) two thirds full (laughs) and you're like oh this air was refreshing (laughs) thanks (laughs) yeah um (laughs) chips chip companies how, how what a you? rip yeah so that wasn't too bad those are those are my three make you think questions and now i'm actively getting hungry and snackish um now that i'm thinking about all those snacks um next question is always something 
Um, I'm very big on mental health, trying to mm. break the stigma. Uh, and I always like to ask people, what are some things that you do for your mental health stake and how um, you keep your mental health in check? Yeah, um, a ton of self-talk, not talking to myself, self-talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how are you today, Alex? <laughs> doing great Alex (laughs) yeah you doing all right there buddy (laughs) just in the corner of your room (laughs) (laughs) curled up give me a hug oh yeah there 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 this is why why your neighbors are like no don't go tell him we're going bankrupt he's crazy (laughs) he's talking to himself (laughs) in the corner (laughs) uh yeah I I do a lot of self-talk like I I try and make sure that I'm communicating with myself, that I'm being honest with myself mm-hmm. about who I am, how I feel about different things, right? Because I think, you know, we have a tendency to lie to ourselves. And so I think one of the biggest things that we can do for our health is to have honest communication inside. Because yeah. uh, that really, it just it just keeps things in order, right? Right. And I think another one of, the the biggest things that I do that's a lot simpler to to follow than self-talk is walking. Mm-hmm. I will just go on walks for hours. If I don't know what to do, if I feel stuck on something, I will go outside and I'll just walk, <laughs> walk somewhere and then walk home. And I always come back feeling refreshed and, and it just kind of helps, you know, helps my mind wander a little <laughs> bit, helps me think. And, and then I, I can come back to things with a clear mind. Yeah. That's awesome. And you get your steps in. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Just don't walk down the highway where people <laughs> go missing. <Yeah>. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I very uh, intentionally avoid that highway. Yeah. I would too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that though. That's really, I feel like it, it is powerful to be honest with yourself. Um, I feel like even when you were talking, I was like thinking like, yeah, sometimes I am. I do lie to myself. <laughs> like, yeah. if Somebody's like, hey, do you want to do X, Y, and Z? I'm like, I really don't. But yeah, sure. I'll talk myself into it. But in the back mm-hmm. of my mind, I'm like, you don't want to do this. You don't want to, yeah. you don't want to babysit. <laughs> like, you don't want to do this. Don't do that. Yeah, that. I mean, that's another thing. Like, be honest with other people. Yeah. You know, it's okay to say, say no. no. Right? Yeah, that's something I need to learn. <laughs> yeah. And I've... <laughs> Oh man, I've had to try so hard to to figure that out and figure mm-hmm. out how do I, you know, make sure that I can communicate that without seeming like a jerk. Yeah. Right. But it's okay to just be like, hey, that's not a priority for me. You yeah. know, like thanks for asking. Or even sometimes you might want to do it, but you know you won't be able to put in mm-hmm. the quality of effort, right? Exactly. And so it's okay to say, Hey, I know I won't be able to do a good job on it. You can ask me again in six months and maybe I'll be open, but not right now. You know? Yeah. That's a smart way to look at it. That's a good way. Life lessons. Life (laughs) lessons. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The more, you know, uh, awesome. So, and I'm very curious, uh, especially because, you know, you're in Canada and I'm in the United States, even though Schitt's Creek is, universal for everybody it seems like right now um i always like to see what recommendations or any books or movies or tv show podcasts music anything that you're very into and obsessed with right now and you're like oh i have to share this with the world anything come to mind 
Um, You're like, well, well, I asked my sister and she said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually did ask my sister. She didn't have very good feedback for me on this wow, one. Wow, way to drop I, <laughs> I know, super lame, right? Um, I did. So I think some some things that I'm, I guess, obsessed with, I really like, since we talked about Schitt's Creek, I'll mention Kim's Convenience as well. Mm. It is another Canadian TV show about a Korean family in Toronto and they run a convenience store. So Kim's Convenience. Yeah. And it's just super, super funny. One of the actors in it, uh, the the son of, of this family, he's actually playing a Marvel superhero now. I forget what the superhero wow. is. Um, but yeah, in one of Marvel's upcoming projects, he's been cast. So it's it was really cool cool to see that. And then have have you watched The Mandalorian? I yeah, I've watched a couple episodes. Yes, cause okay. um, <laughs> and you're gonna. The reason why I watched it was, um, in a couple of episodes, uh, Shasha Banks is in it, and she's a wrestler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch? Okay, <laughs> that totally tracks. Uh, did you watch the um, the one? I don't know if they had an episode together, but there's there's one with like the X-wing pilots, and um, one of the X-wing pilots plays the dad in. Oh, I know. In, oh, okay. Seems convenience. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if and, I saw uh, his face, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was like when I was watching The Mandalorian, like it's Mr. Kim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that was a delight. That was really funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Kim's convenience I'd recommend. And of course I'm a podcaster, so I've got a couple podcast recommendations. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, if people like Dungeons and Dragons, uh, there's one of my favorite D and D podcasts is starting a second season soon here and it's called Knights and nerds. Really great show. I'm stoked for their second season to see mm-hmm. what they do with it. And then another one, if you're into science at all or comedy, uh, the show Absurd Hypotheticals. It's this really cool kind of mashup. They take just stupid questions like, what if birds didn't exist? Mm-hmm. And then they say, what would the ramifications of that be? And they they kind of have fun with the answers. Tends to end in all life on earth dying. You know, we've got a pretty nice you ecosystem. Never know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, those are, those are a few of my recommendations for folks. Awesome. Y'all have to definitely check out especially the show because it sounds it sounds funny <laughs> it is really funny canadian uh tv shows have been really great now that we've seen so I'm like <laughs> awesome um cool that's uh that's amazing i want to give you opportunity though to, to kind of plug um your shows uh where people can find you on social media not in real life because that's creepy um just let listeners know and then i'll also put the links down below so that lazy people like me will just be like where's the link there okay cool and click on it and go (laughs) makes sense uh yeah thank you um so i i do a lot of podcasting so i won't bore you with the details of every single show but you can check out all of them on mechoradio.com so that's echo with an m in front of it Mm -hmm. radio.com and that's where i upload or at least share all of my content Uh, My siblings also do some podcasting as well with me. And so that's where all of that is. The newest show is Broken Bulbs. 
And I'm really proud of that one. That, like I mentioned at the beginning, yeah. we talk about- I'm excited, yeah. Like creative and professional failures. We have a great time, great lessons. The first episode, uh, this one guy tried starting a cricket protein bar business and then- it's spent, Like made you know, from crickets? Made from crickets and then came to the realization- that he hated what he was doing <laughs> and he thought crickets tasted disgusting. Yeah. And, and so he, uh, he decided <laughs> to stop it. So we get some interesting stories. Some of them are, you know, very heartfelt. Some of them are really funny. Mm-hmm. So go and listen to that. That's wherever you get your podcasts. That's broken bulbs. Awesome, and yeah, yeah. From Memo Radio, you can, yeah. Yeah. You can stalk me wherever I'm on social media. So awesome. Yeah, so go stocking away, everybody. Yeah, I'm super, super excited to to listen to that because I, in a weird way, like hearing about people's failures, but how they learn from it and everything like that. Because it's very yeah, it kind of a uh, um relates us all too, like puts it in perspective. Like, oh, I'm not the only person to ever fail at something. Other people do too. What is this? Right. Yeah. Instead of, you know, being like your five-year-old self (laughs) walking into the room, you're a failure. You're a failure. Oh, we've all gone on this journey, on this path of twists and turns where we learn different things and experience different things and we can grow from it. Right. And so instead of looking at ourselves as failures, we can look at ourselves as people who are learning Mm -hmm. from mistakes and missteps. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna have a nightmare tonight though with five year old Stephen comes in and is like, "You suck!" <laughs> and just walk out. I have like an army, army of little yous come in. Like, I hate you. Wow, you suck. You're... Yeah, <laughs> what is that? I bet you're disappointed in yourself. Right. <laughs> oh, that's what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you still watch wrestling, loser. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, a little nightmarish, <laughs> but whatever. Well, thank you so much, though. It's been <laughs> it's been a good time. Um, I recommend everybody going to check um, out your shows and check you out and everything because you've been super awesome. Um, and I've really thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. I, I'm glad that I lasted this long on the podcast. Yeah, and, it was two and minutes that... in and I was like, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right, thanks for having me on, you know. <laughs> Goodbye. You're like, wait, I I answered all the questions. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I cut some of it out. So <laughs> I'm just going to ask you who you are and that's it. <laughs> so this is Alex. All right, goodbye. Yeah, uh, this is Alex. He, yeah, say something, Alex. Okay, that's all the time we had. So <laughs> got to go. Oh, the connection broke. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I lost the recording. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this has been really great. And uh, I've enjoyed the conversation. So thank you, Stephen, for having me on. Oh, of course. No, thank you. Have a fantastic night. Stay safe. Or day, I don't know. What time zone are you in? I'm, I'm- in mountain time. So it's like 5 p.m. Okay, so it's it's about yeah. 7 here. So still have a fantastic evening then, I guess. Thank you. Right, <laughs> you bye. Bye. What a cool dude, right? Hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, thoroughly I did. Uh, let me get to a good meditative quote. Keep the three doors, your body, your mouth, and your mind as pure as possible. I feel like it's a very polite way of saying, um, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. (laughs) So... (laughs)
I completely agree. Keep the three doors, your body, your mouth, and your mind as pure as possible. Let's ponder over that as we enjoy this week's Meditation Minute. That's all I have for you this week. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Sunshine Stephen Podcast. Also, a big thank you to Alex for stopping by and chatting with me. And um, our friendship has just bloomed from there. And I'm actually in a podcast feedback group with him. And um, so I'll link stuff down below so you can find him. Um, not like physically stalk him, but find his social media presence and go listen to his shows um i'm actually gonna be a guest on appeal so 
I'll be posting about that too, so you can keep up with that on my Insta and Twitter and Facebook, at Sir Stephen Rice. Go and follow me. You can also find my website with blog posts and all that good stuff, uh, which is SirStephenRice.com. And you know what you should do? You should celebrate Sunshine Steven turning one year old and go buy some of my podcast merch. <laughs> that would be great and fantastic. So please share with your friends, share your favorite memories if you want to of uh, the full year of Sunshine Steven. It's been a blast. I've enjoyed it and so grateful for all the guests that I've been able to talk to and friends um, that I've been able to make along the way. So yeah, thank you for your continual support for the show. Super excited. Um, actually, my other show, Murder Mondays, which I co-host with my husband, is coming back uh, this following week. So it's Wednesday right now. So next Monday, there will be a spooky episode. Um, but until then, stay safe. Keep listening to Sunshine Steven. Share it. Share all the support. Um, and until next time, have a fantastic day. <laughs>